This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What's going on, Raider Nation? Coming to you after our third straight win for the Oakland Raiders. And of course, that's coming after three straight home games. Felt good to get home. Uh, we knew how important this was going to be to get home and you know, go on a little win streak. And that's exactly what we did. It fired up our playoff campaign. Um, and, you know, we're, we're looking pretty serious right now. Uh, sitting six and four, looking good. The defense is stepping up, making big plays. The offense has been, you know, a little bit uh, not as explosive as we've seen the, the rest of the season, at least the last, you know, game game and a half but we know that they have the potential and they kind of seem like a team that maybe just holds back a little bit whenever they can you know you don't want to show all your cards at once but um one thing i do want to say i apologize for i guess the schedule you know uh i feel really bad because i like to be able to get out the night of the game and record um but going to like the Bengals game or going to any home game for that matter. By the time I get back, I am completely exhausted. Last night I might have got back maybe in time to uh, record the podcast, but I leave my house at 4 a.m. in the morning to make the trip over to Oakland. Uh, We do the full shebang. Uh, Yesterday we cooked eight tri-tips and maybe like three dozen chicken legs. Um, Had uh, a buddy there. It was actually like a company trip we made. Uh, He's always helping him with poppers. We had side stuff. We had bean dip. Uh, we were getting after it. It was a crazy tailgate. Had a lot of food to do, but it's also a lot of work uh, trying to cook all that meat, set up the barbecue. It's definitely a lot of work. Raider Cody definitely gets exhausted over there, um, but it was a good game. It was a great tailgate. Everything turned out exactly as planned, but that's what throws my schedule off is I can't get home the night of the game. And I, you know, I maybe could have tried to record, but it wouldn't be the same. I was just dead beat, exhausted, but it was a great game. Um, and it had me yelling the whole time, all the way into the fourth quarter. Not exactly what we wanted, but that's the way it ended up. And as Raiders fans, it's, you know, what else do we, what else do we expect? It's what we do. Every Sunday, we get stressed out and hope the Raiders win the football game. But yeah, I'll be back on schedule the next three games, luckily. Uh, of course, you know, we're going to New York. I won't be there. I, I, I don't really, my, away games aren't really my thing. But we'll be in New York, so I'll be able to do the post-game show on time. Uh, then we'll be in Kansas City. I'll be able to do it on time there. And then we'll be at home again against the Titans, but I'm not going to that home game, so I'll be on time for the Titans game. And then I'm going to the Jaguars game with my wife for the final game. So that one will probably be off again. I'll be a day late after the Jacksonville Jaguars game. 
Uh, but then I'll be on time to follow our final two games, which are divisional games against the Ch- uh, Chargers and the Broncos. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, these three or four home games that I'm going to, I know throws the schedule off, but we will be back on track uh, pretty much from here on out, except one more time. But hey, enough about me, enough about the podcast, enough about my schedule. Let's get into these weekly announcements. But last week, you know, before the game, not a whole lot happened. Uh, besides, of course, you know, the signing of Dion Jordan and DJ Swearinger, which resulted in Carl Joseph getting IR'd. Uh, and going into this, uh, going into the Sunday, I didn't really expect a huge impact, at least from, you know, a, maybe a guy like DJ. It's one thing, you know, like Dion Jordan as a pass rusher. Yeah, you know, you learn some stunts. Yeah, you, you need to learn a few things. You need to learn your job. You need to, you know, get some chemistry with your teammates and understand how things are going to work. But as a pass rusher, it's pretty easy to be able to get in there. And just rush the passer. Most of your stuff's one-on-one. You just got to do your job and and beat your guy. Uh, now, when you're looking at like DJ Swearinger, I wasn't sure exactly how much playing time he was going to get. I expected a lot of Curtis Riley. Of course, DJ Swearinger was in there. I mean, a lot. He was one of the primary safeties out there with Eric Harris. And I felt like Swearinger played really well in Carl Joseph's place. Um, you know, crowding the line of scrimmage, getting up there in the faces, blitzing. Um, he wrecked some havoc. Uh, he made some good tackles. Uh, I was really happy with DJ Swearinger and of course, you know, Deion Jordan getting in there on this, uh, you know, a little Deion Jordan sighting coming back after suspension, signing with the Raiders, getting a sack in his first game. Uh, that's big time for Deion Jordan. I look forward to what he's going to bring. Um, I had, I'm always, you know, I'm pretty hopeful and optimistic with a lot of things, but I felt like there was a good chance that Deion Jordan was going to be an upgrade immediately over Arden Key. Now, looking at safety, I feel like DJ Swearinger, I'm not going to say he's going to be an upgrade, but I feel like it's kind of a wash. He's the perfect replacement. He's, he's going to do exactly what Carl Joseph can do, um, but I feel like he might be a little bit more of a ball hawk, and I, I just feel like he has that swagger that could just bolster our secondary as a whole, every single one of them. You know, he just gives off those vibes. He's confident. He's cocky. Like, let him get out there and, and rub off on our corners, rub off on our secondary. So I feel like DJ Swearinger and Deion Jordan signings were absolutely perfect. So again, as usual, hats off to Mike Mayock. And a lot of our guys were healthy. Um, we were able to get our offensive line back, which was great. Seeing them all the way healthy was great. That's something that we're not used to this season. Obviously, we had a big rotation of offensive linemen, even though we've still been playing well. So really, no complaints anyways. Uh, so getting them back healthy, it, it feels nice, but uh, it's not like it was completely necessarily needed, man. Uh, I, I ate some crow with Tom Cable, and I, you know, I'll continue to praise him. Uh, he's been doing great with the rotational players, and it's great to see him all the way out there healthy. But one guy that wasn't out there, again, was no Dwayne Harris. Uh, whatever that was, his ankle or injury, his ankle injury that he was battling, whether it's a sprain or what, whatever he has going on there. Uh, he couldn't stay healthy, couldn't stay on the field. We saw him for like one short glimpse, maybe like a quarter. He returned like one kick or a punt or something like that. And then we never saw him again. We saw Trevor Davis in there after that. So Dwayne Harris on Monday morning was placed on injured reserve. And I think that was mainly because, I mean, maybe he could have went out there and kept trying to play, but Trevor Davis was doing a pretty dang good job filling in his place. Uh, The main thing that I want out of a kick returner and punt returner, yeah, it's great to have that explosion and those big returns. Uh, But you want a guy back there that's, you know, kind of smart, has that, you know, you don't want turnovers. You don't want stupid plays back there returning kicks, especially punts. When you're returning a punt, I don't want to see nothing crazy. I want to see you back there comfortable and... I mean, for the most part, Trevor Davis could have three guys around him, and he looks like he's catching punts like he's caught a thousand of these things already. So the Oakland Raiders will be rolling the rest of the season with Trevor Davis as the kick returner and punt returner. And then the final news I have for you guys right now 
Uh, of course, now these last two announcements have been nice. I guess the only good thing about coming in late, uh, Dwayne Harris going to IR, and now the Raiders have signed linebacker Preston Brown, the six foot one, two hundred fifty pound linebacker. He is joining the Raiders after spending the majority of the past two seasons with the Bengals. Uh, he spent his first four years actually with the Buffalo Bills, and then uh, you know that was whenever he was selected. I think maybe in the fourth round of the two thousand fourteen draft. Over his career. Brown has appeared in 80 games and made 77 starts. He compiled 598 tackles, one sack, five interceptions, including one return for a touchdown, four passes defensed, three forced fumbles, and five fumble recoveries. In one postseason contest in 2017, Brown logged six tackles. Um, Last season, Brown started all seven of his appearances for the Bengals before being placed on injured reserve um, for the remainder of the season due to a knee injury. So he recorded 42 stops and two interceptions and four passes defensed in those seven games. And then from 2014 to 2017 with the Bills, Brown's 504 tackles ranked second most in the NFL during that span. Um, as he's amassed at least 100 tackles in four consecutive campaigns, including a career high 144 in 2017. The stats are there. The history's there. The experience is there. Preston Brown, I think, will be able to step in. And, you know, he's a middle linebacker, so I'm not sure what this is going to do with Tahir Whitehead. Um, I really like what Whitehead brings, but maybe he can start drifting back to his other position. Maybe if Preston Brown can get more comfortable in the system and what he's going to do. Um, of course, we already knew whenever Perfect was in there, Tier Whitehead did a good job of kind of managing the defense anyways. So maybe Tier Whitehead continues to wear that green dot, but not necessarily being Mike. Uh, maybe Tier Whitehead still makes the play calls if he's doing a good job at it, of course. And Preston Brown gets in there, starts playing Mike, starts doing his job and doing what he does best and getting out there and racking up some tackles, playing a little bit better in the run game. Because obviously, I think that's kind of where we started to struggle a little bit after Vontez Perfect left. Uh, we started losing some of that, I guess, run defense, uh, the adjustments, uh, the changes, everything right there in that front seven. So, for the most part, um, yeah, I mean, if you go back, you look at the stats. Really, the Raiders' defense at first against the rush looked great. Uh, we, we looked phenomenal. Of course, I think it's because a lot of teams were thrown on us. But then you go back to even games like this against the Bengals, and they tore us up on the ground. Absolutely tore us up. I think they almost had like 200 rushing yards. So. Preston Brown should come in and be an immediate help, but that's going to be enough for announcements this week. I'm itching to talk about this game, so let's get into it. So, obviously, we won. That's all that matters. That's really all that matters. We can't wait with a W. Uh, When you go back and you look at this game, that's all you're going to see, that the Raiders beat the Bengals by a touchdown, and that's good. That's great. Now, when you go back and you look at the game from start to finish, of course, you know, we started off slow. Really slow. Actually, we started off with the ball, resulted in a punt. And I feel like going into this, I immediately said, um, everyone's wanting to blow out. Everyone's wanting to blow out. Everyone's saying, oh, this is a trap game. Yeah, I get that. But I feel like going into a game like this, the Raiders are going to try and simplize things and beat them not going way out of their way and being over creative, showing all of their cards, being simple, going back to the basics and trying to get the W. I guess I don't want to say the old fashioned way, but. You know, without wasting chunks of the playbook, save the big plays for bigger opponents and bigger games and bigger moments. Uh, so it's kind of what I expected. We're going to try and control the game. We're not going to go out there. We're not going to try and tear them up. But we did have a slow start. And it started off with we were lucky to get a turnover on defense so early. First possession, we get a turnover. Um, and then we marched down. And Josh Jacobs, his one, I mean, he's, he had a couple, I guess, uh, I don't want to say receiving mistakes, but catching tosses or receiving a handoff. Those are the only two mistakes I think he's made all season. And uh, this was now his basically his first real fumble 
um, carrying the ball. And he was getting a little, I don't want to say, I mean, he's twisting around quite a bit, so you can't put that all on him. Of course, now he's going to learn from now on, keep that thing tight, tucked away tight, no matter what he's doing. I don't care how much he's spinning. Um, I think he's going to keep that thing a lot more secure from now on. Uh, but, you know, everyone's allowed to make some mistakes. So that was something from Josh Jacobs. Uh, but from there, I mean, of course, that resulted, it's all about momentum. And it was a pretty boring first quarter. Uh, the Bengals ended up getting on the board first, 7 nothing. But what helped us out is we closed out that second half so strong. Uh, those two scoring plays, man. First of all, getting whatever that pl- whatever play we drew up, I think we're from like the two or three yard line, getting Foster Moreau wide open like that. He was absolutely wide open. He's able to float it right to him for an easy touchdown, 7-7. And then to get the ball back the next time, our, well, this is our final two drives of the first half. To get the ball back the next time, drive down the field, and for Derek Carr to get that ball in his hands and do exactly what all of the critics have complained about the most. And that is the pocket collapses. He escapes. I mean, he made a really nice jump cut. I don't know how he escaped that collapsing pocket. Um, and he risked it all, man. Two hands on the ball. Two hands on the ball. No diving with that left hand. Uh, not not being, I don't want to say careless with it, but protecting that ball with all of his might, going to that goal line, diving in. He even took a little bit of a shot to the head. If you guys go back and watch that replay, someone got a nice little head shot right there at the goal line. Of course, you don't call those penalties on Derek Carr ever it seems like we never get any kind of rough in the passer uh anything so you know it is what it is but Derek Carr putting his life on the line basically going out there and and getting us that second touchdown 17 or I'm sorry 14-7 going into halftime that was big time DC4 came up clutch um was able to take this team this offense at a time where it looked like we're gonna get a slow start to this to this game and manufacture two great drives to get us up on the board and get us in the lead Uh, right before halftime. So that was looking good. Now starting off the second half was kind of the same as the first half. You know, we got the interception that opened up the second half. Then we're punting, punting. Uh, We're getting, it seemed like Josh Jacobs, whatever was going on again with him, whether it's his injury to his shoulder, I'm not exactly sure what's all going on there still, but he was sidelined most of the time. But it seemed like every time he got into the game, the Bengals knew that we were going to use Josh Jacobs and they were stuffing him. Uh, our our run was definitely getting stuffed. Our offensive line overall just wasn't playing very well as a whole, or at least not as good as they have been playing. Um, Derek Carr with it. I mean, it was a every interception's costly. Every interception uh, does have backlash, um, but every quarterback is susceptible to making those mistakes. Uh, so we had the one interception. We had the one fumble. Of course, you know we had, we're, we're good for a couple turnovers that game, but luckily the defense is able to come around and match them, which is what we look for out of our defense. Um, at least play with them, keep them, keep us in the game, especially when the offense is, you know, trying to be minimal, keep things simple, uh, not go way, you know, outlandish against a team like the Cincinnati Bengals. Things worked out great. And we came in clutch at the end of the, at, towards the end of the game, you know, extending drives, eating clock. Uh, there was a time, I don't know if you noticed at the very end, uh, we, you know, we'd kick the field goal. We'd take the lead 17, 10, uh, Bengals, of course, kicked the field goal as well, but we were driving down the field for that. It was the second to last drive, and we needed to keep the ball as long as possible. We had just got uh, that big fourth down stop. And first off, shout out to Curtis Riley, who I almost pretty much the last time he was in the game against Minnesota, I criticized, but I didn't necessarily criticize Curtis Riley because I didn't think that he should have been on Adam Thielen anyways. But shout out, I will eat some crow on Curtis Riley. That was a big boy play right there on fourth down to go out there and break up that pass. So that was a turnover for him. Um, but on that drive now we had like a 30 yard throw to Darren Waller 
and there was a penalty on the play. And may I remind you, the Raiders' offense controlled the game at this point. We're up seven points. There's not much time left on the clock. We're under two minutes, and there's a penalty. So Carlos Dunlap decides that he's going to be cocky and do this, uh, like, rolling uh, or, or, or reeling up his fishing pole thing, trying to reel back the offense because it's a penalty. He's, like, showing off. The whole time me and Kenny are sitting in a sweet hill, and come on, scoreboard. Scoreboard, Dunlap. Come on, buddy. Sure enough, he kept doing it. He kept doing it. Got the play called back. So then they go back. I can tell you, he did it right in front of Derek's face. I'm like, all right, so we going to take this lightly. Go ahead. Taunt us. You're losing, buddy. So next play, we go back. And you see we picked up like another 25-yard game. Put us back in like the same spot. Uh, so that was awesome. It's always good to see the opponent try and taunt. Yeah, they. I mean, even that turnover, man, they're taunting the crowd. Oh, man, these Bengals were trying to have a good old time. They're definitely trying to fire things up and, and be disruptors. But at the end of the day, they came away with a loss. And for one person, I'm going to go ahead and shout out Max Crosby, man, my man, Mad Max. I've been excessively high on this dude ever since the draft. Uh, obviously, he was on our show hmm, sometime in August. He came on with Jason Cabenda. Uh, but the Mad Max story, at least leading up to his NFL career, uh, was definitely something to take a look at. So go back. I'm not really sure what episode that was, but go back, you know, maybe about a dozen episodes and listen to the Max Crosby interview. It's only about 15, 20 minutes long, but well worth it. Uh, just so you can learn a little bit more about Max and how he got into the NFL. But another thing, Trayvon Mullen, my guy, our future, I mean, starting corner, our, as of now and for the future starting corner, Trayvon Mullen, he's been playing clutch. He's been playing well. Yeah, he's been giving up a few plays here and there, but he's playing great and he's taking risks and he seems to have an eye for the ball. I mean, how many rookies do you see get in there and, I mean, that's the trick, I mean, to some of these playmakers is you bait the wide receivers. It looks like that wide receiver is going to be open, but Trayvon Mullen is able to set things up and put himself in a position to go up and make a play. He's had a lot of almost interceptions. He's had at least two, maybe three pick sixes that have just barely went through his hands. And today, I mean, I'm sorry, not today because this is Monday, but on Sunday he had one of those. I mean, he had he almost had a house call right there, bam, through his hands. That's all right though. He's still making the breakup. And then to seal the game, cornerback Trayvon Mullen coming in clutch, and I think that's gonna clean up a lot of mistakes that he's had. Uh, you're gonna make plays like that, and those are game-changing, career-changing plays. Uh, so hopefully, we're gonna see how he comes out now against the New York Jets. He could come out firing. He could be a little bit more. Uh, you know, a little bit more fired up. He's a rookie. I'm, I'm excited to see the swagger side of Trayvon Mullen. Get him out there with a little bit of confidence, see what he's all about. Maybe get a little, little bit more physical, a little bit more jumpy. Let's go out there and let's make some plays. Let's get some turnovers. That's what this is all about. And shout out opposite side of him, Daryl Worley. The guy that I've been high on, of course, we had him on here a couple episodes ago. Uh, Daryl Worley, man, going in there and only allowing one reception on Sunday's game for 18 yards. Our corners were absolutely killing it. But, I mean, our passing defense overall was killing it. Uh, we allowed, I think, shoot, maybe 120-something yards passing or something crazy, like something really nice. Uh, it's almost less than 100, I think, if you count all the sacks and everything that was going on in the pass offense with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, but it was only the rushing defense that I think kind of tore us up a little bit. Joe Mixon was getting his way with us almost at will. But, you know, we were able to do with that. As, at least we weren't getting carved up in the air. They weren't taking up big chunks. They were eating up the clock a little bit. It did limit our offensive possessions. Uh, but that's all right. Like I said, we came away with a W. We played well. As much as I wanted a statement game going into this uh, to keep some momentum going forward, at the end of the day, you just have to get the win. And you look at some of the Cincinnati Bengals results. I mean, they lost to like the Seahawks by like three. 
They lost to the Ravens at one point, only by like four points. Uh, a lot of their losses have been close. And I don't think the Raiders would be the only team to do this. And I'm not going to say that they were trying to like, not sandbag, but I think that they could easily throttle down their playbook, throttle down their plays, you know, just kind of like wash it down a little bit, not make it so, so unique and so crazy. Let's save some big plays for bigger games. I mean, we got Kansas City in two weeks. Let's not go out against the Bengals and the Jets, and let's not unleash our offense. Let's not show all of our special plays. Let's not show all of our packages. Let's not show, you know, all, let's, not, let's not give them all of our looks. Let's, let's beat these teams that we know we can beat minimally. Let's go in there, keep our simple offense, maybe something like we were even running last year, something simple. Don't go out of our way. Don't send Darren Waller on all these wheel routes. Don't give Zay Jones all these crazy routes. Maybe we're saving guys like that. I mean, and hopefully, even like Josh Jacobs, maybe that's why they're pulling him out of the game. I know he's been battling that shoulder injury still, but hopefully they're just pulling him out to rest him. Uh, you don't want to overwork him now these next two weeks. DeAndre Washington was getting in there and doing well with his number. His number was called. So, yeah, I mean, at least for me, that, that's how I see it. I'd like to say that we go into now New York maybe with something similar. Expect a nail-biter. Guys, we're Raiders fans. Uh, even if I'm right or wrong, we're Raiders fans and we're going to have a stressful game no matter what. So I think we're going to New York. It's going to be the kind of same in song and dance. Um, it's not going to be a blowout. And we're going there. We're going to take what the New York Jets are giving us. If they play us tough, it could be a close game. Um, if they're not and they're making a lot of mistakes and, the tur- and we win the turnover battle, and we're going to keep this thing rolling forward. And I think now, uh, with these two-plus turnovers now that the Raiders have generated, uh, on Sunday, that makes us 5-0 and when the Raiders' defense has two-plus turnovers. So this is big, big time. Defense is stepping up, making some big plays. Derek Carr has been doing exactly what we need him to do, going out there making big-time plays. And another fun stat, I mean, shoot, Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro are now combined uh, for the most receptions. This is as a duo. They combine for the most receptions on third down that resulted in first downs so we got third and Renfro and Tyrell Williams I think Renfro has 12 Tyrell Williams has 16 something like that so they've been killing it they've been absolutely killing it although the wide receiver corpse isn't exactly what we've wanted them to be this year they weren't what we expected they're still coming in clutch uh, as DC has been one of the best third down quarterbacks one of the best red zone quarterbacks and has pretty much now been named the best under pressure quarterback for the season. He's dang near playing better under pressure. He has better passer ratings and better, I mean, averages. He has better almost everything uh, under pressure than he does in a clean pocket. And that is so, from what we've seen in the past, out of character for Derek Carr. Uh, So hats off to John Gruden for working with him. Hats off to Derek Carr uh, for stepping up and showing that he can be that quarterback under pressure. So that's absolutely big time. Uh, Number four under center right now has been killing it. So for us right now, Raider Nation, I mean, you got to be loving every bit of this. There, there should really be no complaints. Yeah, the interception every once in a while sucks, but every quarterback does that. Every single quarterback does that. When it comes down to crunch time, though, Derek Carr don't make those interceptions. When it comes down to being under pressure, Derek Carr don't make those interceptions. He steps up big time. He's a gamer. He's competitive. He gets out there and he makes plays. You get Carlos Dunlap taunting in his face. Guess what? He's going to drop 25 yards on you. So that's our quarterback right there, stepping up, making a playoff push. Three wins in a row. We're going to keep this thing rolling. We're going into the New York Jets. We got to tear him up. And the one guy you got to keep an eye on right now is Jamal Adams because that's going to be the biggest havoc right now on that defense. Oh, gang green, whatever you call him. 
Jamal Adams, number 33, is going to be the biggest task for this Raiders offense. Their offensive line, too. I mean, he's got a handful of sacks. So Jamal Adams is all over the place on that defense. They're going to have their hands full, of course, protecting Derek Carr. But uh, this is big time for us. Let's go 7-4. and four. Let's get this thing rolling. We need, some, we need more confidence. Four wins in a row, row going into Kansas City. Let's get this thing going. So, Raider Nation, we're going to take this short break. <laughs> I'm going to calm down a little bit. I'm getting my blood pressure up, getting all excited. So we're going to take this short break provided by Blue Wire. And when we come back, joining me is going to be my buddy, my dog, Kenny King Jr. We're going to take some phone calls and we're going to close this thing out with real talk. So, like I said, we're going to take this quick break and we'll be right back. Ever see an untucked button-down shirt? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Like I said, for untucking shirts for me, I love the way they fit my arms, my length. I love how it fits my neck. And like I said, being untucked, I've never seen a button-down shirt fit so nice. You can find your favorite untucked style online or check out one of their 80 brick-and-mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untucky, your shirts never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. And joining me now, my dog Kenny King Jr. What is up, dude? What's good, brother? How you doing, man? Oh, we're hanging in there. I'm a little, uh, little tired. Not bad, though. I got a good night's rest last night, but man, I was dead beat tired after that game, dude. Dog, between running around the game, running around the suite, chasing Caden around, running around the parking lot, <laughs> I'm saying, bro, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> My wife thinks that your son is like the most adorable thing now. So we, we enjoyed him running around the front of that suite and entertaining <laughs> us. If the, if the Raiders weren't, he was. So it worked out. Yeah, he's uh, you know what? He's actually two for uh, two and zero right now for Raider games. So brought him oh. to the Pittsburgh game last year, we won, and I brought him to yesterday's game and we won. So uh, might have to strap him in uh, the stroller a little more and bring him in. Yeah, and I'm three and zero going to Raider games this year, so we need to keep uh, keep things rolling. Me, me and him need to be sitting together for Raider games from now on. And I'm also three and zero on games that I show up late. So oh yeah, well, so every game that you've shown up to, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny King, man, we have a lot, and I mean a lot of phone calls. So I bet we're gonna get into these things, and we're gonna take no breaks. So callers, if you enjoy us chopping things up after your phone call, I'm sorry, there's just too many of you this time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this first caller, Kenny King. All right, Kenny King Jr., Raider Cody. Greater Western Visalia. Yo. My apologies, Kenny King, leaving me off the call last time. It's all good. Sauce off w, but hey, just calling after this Bengals W. Yeah. Not the prettiest first pass, but hey, we captured it. Looking forward to it. Hey, on to the next one. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Greater Cody, forgot to say, just one, baby. Greater yeah. Cody, 
just one, baby. What's up, fellas? This is Dustin. How you guys doing? Raider Cody. Hey. King. What's up, Dustin? What a win. I mean, uh, not quite what a win, but hey, we got it done, right? Defense, <laughs> Trayvon Mullen, Max Crosby. Let's go. Four sacks for Crosby? Dude. Let's get it. Who's Khalil Mack? Anyways. <laughs> Who? Um, my cable went out at the end of the third quarter, so I didn't get to watch it. I was just scrolling through Twitter trying to find. That was everybody, actually, was I heard. Going on. That sucked. But hey, we got the win. And I just want to take a sec to um, let everybody know I have a request. Um, I'm going into surgery oh. on Thursday. Um, so if I can just get some, you know, well wishes and prayers from you guys and yeah. the rest of the listeners, I no appreciate doubt. it. Um, nothing too serious. I'm getting a gastric sleeve um i'm gonna google that and yeah just looking forward to changing my life you know uh from here on out but yeah let's go raiders on to the next one guys have a good night there we go hey dustin you know prayers are with you uh with your whole family you're gonna be good get through that surgery remember no spicy food after that dustin thoughts and prayers from my family to yours um yeah speedy recovery man get after that thing and okay no spicy foods that'd be hard for me but hopefully dustin's not a spicy food guy so hopefully that hell uh, you know makes it a little easier on you bud kenny it's a san diego raider calling in again did he just say no. kenny Good he win. just said kenny i'll take it hmm. uh, car played well all right then played really well the first half he lit it up i call him Derek pesos <laughs> dropped that diamond to uh, hunter renfro <laughs> other than then, uh, other than that, I think our offensive line has to clean up some stuff a little bit. Yeah. And with that being said, I think our offense became a little too complacent, and we did not move the ball very well coming into the second half. Yeah. Can't have that. We got to be able to move, especially on a team like the Bengals. I know what they say. Don't overlook them. But at the same time, if you have the talent to do it, you need it. You, you, you can't do that. Defense bailed us out again. Mad Max. Yeah. Sacks. He had a pressure at the end. Mad Max. Uh, I think that really sealed the game for us with Mullen with the pick. I'm happy. Just like Al said, just win, baby. Just, just win. win. Let's keep on stacking them. Right, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. Yo, yo, yo. Long time listener, first time caller. My Let's name get is it. Raider Jerry. Raider Jerry. Let's go. And, man, all I got to say is Las Vegas. Thing about Max Crosby, man, I honestly think he is the steal of the draft this year. Jesus Christ, four stacks yeah. in one game. Jesus man, Christ. Hold on, man. God, <laughs> man. Hey, man, love you all guys. Keep, keep, keep bringing that content. content. I'm a little drunk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, love you all and uh, can't wait to see you all, man. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Las Vegas, first time caller. All right, Raider Cody. This is uh, P. Carson, 81. Oh, there we go. Um, what's going on, Raider Cody? What's up, man? What's going on, Ra uh, Kenny King? Yo. I told you guys I'd call you, and uh, Dustin Matthews kind of pushed me into it. So <laughs> like, go for it. Peer pressure. I think we did good. I think we uh, we we did good against good enough against the Bengals. Yeah. And got the W. So. Uh, that's what we were supposed to do. We're at home. 
it was kind of a shaky game, but we got it done. I don't know what else there is to say about it. All right, later. Yeah, Phil, thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. Hey, yo, what's up, Raider Cody, Kenny King? This is Tomas, a.k.a. The Noob 619. What up? Tom the Noob. Man, the one thing that pisses me off more than anything is the fact that I cannot watch regular Raider games here in San Diego. I have to have to find a streaming site in order to watch it. Oh. But, hey, good good win. Um, we still got some trouble with uh, penalties. We got some uh, some things we got to do to, to fix that, but... Um, Trayvon Mullen with that first pick came in clutch. Yeah, I was I was calling him the the king of almost interceptions. Oh, he, he changed that real quick at the end. He was um, though. That's so true. Yeah, we just got got to win some more games. We're almost done. We're still in the sixth seed. You guys are doing great. Uh, words of encouragement for you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are very entertaining. You guys are are killing it with the yeah. podcast. Um. All right, you guys have a good one. Raider Nation. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Raider Cody, Kenny King, what's going on? It's Rick Diego. What up? Yeah, man, three in a row. Oh, I like it. I like that a lot. I mean, even if it is the 0-9, well, 0-10 Bengals now, uh-huh. it's still always good to get a win. And it was always. We got we to gotta be Monday night. The one game only, because guess what? We... Chargers win, we get first place. We third. Um, the only critique that we have this game, hell, actually a lot of the game. Um, it, it's kind of weird, but I feel like the Raiders like to do this. I feel like they like to wait around <laughs> and kind of see if their opponents can come in just so you know, <laughs> he can get a little bit more stats on his just uh, to stress us out. Comebacks or game-winning drive. I'm just kidding, but I don't know what's going on with that. Um, either way. Still won. Yeah. I like that. Max Crosby, let's talk about that guy real quick. Yes, let's talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike Mayak knows what he's doing. Lord have mercy oh, on that man. quarterback. Um, yeah. Just overall a good game. Uh, I never felt scared or worried, actually. I was yeah. just wanted to end. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys because I was like, yeah, I'm not really tripping. I wasn't really into the game anyway. But, hey, I watched it and I always will watch it. Yes. You know, guys, I love my Raiders, and I love talking to you guys. And now let's go into New York next week and uh, get this dub. Yeah. All right, y'all, peace. Well, I'm glad he wasn't nervous. I had all the nerves for him. I tell you what, I was nervous. What's going on, Kenny King Jr.? And I know you have another guy that hosts this pod with you. <laughs> what? Who? On the name. Sorry, Dom, nah, I'm just messing Is this a theme? Hey, this is Raider Rue. What up, Rue? Hey, like, hey, every week is a different week in the NFL. And you got to do enough to win that game. So I'm glad we got the win, but I can't say I'm pumped about that win. True. Um, you probably played as bad of a game as the team can play and still win a game. <laughs> and it just seems like let that team stay in for no reason. Uh, the offensive line got dominated most of the game. Hopefully that's a wake-up call for them. Um, well, I'll say good boy. Every, most guys had some moments where you're like, okay, there they are, or man, what the hell are you doing? But Renfro was his steady self and the two guys that I'm from that game are Crosby and Mullen. Really like what they're doing. Yeah. Future's bright. But, uh, anyways, whew, got the win. All right. I'll be out there plans next week representing against the Jets. Hopefully a game 
so I'm happy about that. Man. Logan Utah struggling with the cell phone service. He must have uh, OG Todd Monday's cell phone plan. I was just about to say that. <laughs> what up, Raver Cody? What up? Kenny King, can't leave you out, my brother. Thanks for not leaving me out. Calling from Paris, California, after a great, well, maybe not so great win, but oh, maybe a great win. Come on. I don't care how we got it. Yeah. I don't care if it was a little scoring game. Get it. We got the damn win. Hey. Ain't nothing better than a win for the Raider Nation. This is how we do. We don't let people, we don't let other teams come into our house and take it from us. That's our house. Hey. I know you're in Oakland. I'm going to say, we're going to miss that place. But we still need some more work. Defense needs a little more work. Offense needs a little bit more work. But what's up with Mad Mac Crosby, man? That dude's an animal. Ooh. Mac who? Uh, I like the theme of this. All right, guys. This is the, this one is for all the Raider Nation. We're going to continue climbing up to the top with wins. Yeah. Let me get up. Raiders. Raiders. Let's get it. At the 509 Raider, Axe FM Crosby. <laughs> there is a theme. That was the phone call. Hey, that's all we needed. That was like my tweet. Max MF Crosby. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Raiders. Let's Raiders. Get it. Yeah, Cody, this is incognito for real. What is it? Got that dub, man. Yeah. On to the next one. On oh, the next one. Night. Oh, what's up, Kenny King? My bad. My bad. Oh. Have oh, you good? You good? <laughs> I love it. I love when the kids get involved in the phone calls. Great, Cody. Kenny King Jr. Rev Mike here. Good Rev to Mike. Guys today and actually Rev Mike. Person. Yeah. Good game. Uh, always making me nervous. Bad <laughs> backs balled out. Josh Jacobs balled out. Yeah. I was looking good. Not too concerned about uh, how we played against uh, Cincinnati, even though they haven't won a game. Pretty tough defense, so it's all good. And um, anyway, on to the next one for sure. Yeah. Bring on the Jets. Kind of the way I look at it anyway, guys, is we're building for Vegas. Yeah. Anything else that happens today and in this season is just a bonus. So. Go Raiders. See you at the next one. So, we win now, and we win later. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? and Sadie? Hey, man. Um, what up, man? I just want to say what's up, man. Yeah. Not much to take away from the game. But, Kenny, you were in my neck of the woods. Yeah. I may not live in L.A., but I stay in Orange County. But, hey, next time you're out, hit me up, man. We'll hang out. No doubt, no doubt. Anyways, um, hey, man, it's kind of scary. It looks like we're not face Kansas City in Kansas City. Hey, take it easy. After the way our offense has been performing, but and I hope hope we pick it up soon, man. Especially against the Jets in New York. Uh, oh well, but I mean, a win's a win, so I'll take it. Yeah. Right, you guys have a good night. Love y'all, man. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny King? This is Hardcore Raider coming at you, man. Hardcore Raider. Just uh, got is. the dub versus the Bongles and uh, the Bongles. I'd say it wasn't definitely uh, it wasn't our best game, that's for sure. But um, I'd like to see some more solid football as uh, we end the month of November. You know, I was kind of checking out the uh, other teams and playoff contention against us and their uh, schedules looking up, and 
Uh, most of the teams don't have that rough schedule coming up. Uh, you know, I'm only seeing maybe like one to two losses than the other teams we're competing with in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I really think for us to make the playoffs, I think I think we're only allowed one, possibly two losses the rest of the season if we really want to make the playoffs. So, it's going to be a battle. We have to we have to start bringing some more fire and uh, no doubt. see how this thing stacks up. I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Kenny King going on Pillaging Podcast. That hey, was, uh, pretty pretty yeah. awesome. It was great to see you on there, as well as your uh, your new uh, your new uh, talk, Kenny uh, Kenny King talk. You know, real talk. I think that's uh, that's awesome. You're doing uh, some additional stuff. So I love it. Oh, thanks, bro. More Kenny, um, less Cody. I just released a video <laughs> on my YouTube channel, Hardcore Raider, on YouTube. So check that out. They could uh, came together really well. Got a lot of le- a lot of years of leadership and stuff, and you know, uh, just want Raider Nation maybe check that out because cool. you know, I think people can learn a lot from uh, that video I did. So doing motivational videos like that, try to keep feeding this positivity, Raider Nation, and you know, keep helping each other out, supporting each other. And it's all love, man. For sure. Love you guys, looking forward to more content, and let's go Raiders! It's just win, baby. That's all that matters. Just win, baby. And we just won, baby. We won. I'll take it. Any day, every day of the week, whether it's one point or 20 points, I don't care. So we got it. I ain't complaining about nothing. Hardcore Raider out. Love you guys. Hardcore Raider's a full-time mood right there. Always. I love I love Hardcore Raider's calls, man. What is up, Raider Cody and Kenny King? Yo. This is Daniel from Upland. Finally what up? Going home, back to Upland. Went to Oakland, to Vegas, and finally to L.A., but... Man, what a game. Um, it was nice meeting you guys out in the tailgate, Kenny and uh, Cody. So, you, bro. the entry to the stadium. Had a good time with you guys. Short, brief moment, but. <laughs> and then I was able to see Raider Cody from the uh, from the suite, there, <laughs> from the Black Bull section. I looked up to my, my screen in the back and said, hey, is that Raider Cody up there? <laughs> <laughs> hanging, so, out man, the, hanging out the window. This game. You know, Derek Carr had a. Had a good performance, you know, nothing crazy, nothing, you know, three, four touchdowns, 400 yards, etc. But, you know, he did enough to win this game. You know, the Lions didn't fell him at times. But at the end of the day, we came through and we got the dick. We got the, we got the, we got the dub. And that defense once again stepped up. You know, Max Crosby coming through with four sacks. It sure seems like both Max Crosby and Clean and Farrell could be our one two punch, you know, for years to come. You know, I mean, last week. Clean and Farrell had his game two and a half sacks, and then this week Matt Crosby four sacks. So it's it's coming, it's definitely coming together. And then Traylon Mullins with that game stealing interception, and he's these rookies are definitely stepping up and playing a lot Big better time. than some of the players that aren't here anymore. <laughs> but as, as Derek Carr said at the uh, press conference, but uh, overall great win. Uh, a lot of fans are still complaining about. You know, a 17-10 win or one score win against the winless Bengals, but you know, win's a win. No win's a win. That, no matter how you get it, by a field goal, by a safety, by it don't matter. By one point, it don't matter. Win's a win. Good teams find a way to win. You know, even though we underperform, every team has a every team has has a game where they have a game or two or three or four the whole season where you know they just bad performances. They just happened to be today was a bad performance, but by the team, but I want to really call it that because at the end of the day, we came up with a dub. You know, yeah. we can't really take this, these winless teams or these, you know, these uh, below 500 teams, you know, 
not so serious because they they're out there, you know, earning a paycheck and trying to, you know, just trying to go out there and and win. But all right, man, we yeah. just next weekend at the Big Apple. Finally, we we three and zero at home. Great three victories. I'm tired, and, but headed to the Big Apple next weekend. What's your guys' prediction for this game? All right, this is Daniel. All right, Kenny King, that's all of our callers. We'll give the prediction during Real Talk. Let's jump into this, brother. Let's go. Jets, Jets, Jets this week, and uh, they suck, suck, suck. Yeah, Kenny King, your audio is a little bit different, man, and this is the the struggle right now of being a podcaster, a full-time podcaster while being a full-time dad, Uh, and, you know, man, you know, being a man of the house, you got to go handle business, so Kenny King right now had to jump on the road, and he is still taking care of business in the car to make sure you guys get your content. Yeah, man, I got I got Caden sitting in the back drinking his bottle. He's got a little stuffy nose right now, so he's he's snoring was snoring away. We're on our way to the airport right now to go pick up uh, mom and mom and sister, and we had a nice little boys' weekend. It was capped off with the Raiders' win, which is always nice. Uh, got to spend some time with my man Cody and uh, and his family uh, in the luxury box. So I appreciate the hospitality, brother. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was a good time. We had a good time. We barbecued eight tri-tips, all kinds of chicken. We got after it, man. The game was awesome. It ended great. But, man, there's got to be a few headlines to take away from this game. Kenny King, what stood out to you, man? Uh, Something stood out to me that has been the theme of almost every single one of our calls, uh, that has been the theme of the past you know, few weeks, even the, the theme of actually the training camp, looking at hard knocks. Mad Max Crosby, that kid is a monster. I mean, goodness. I think everybody kind of covered it, dude. I mean, four sacks, dude's a beast. He's the steal of the draft. Um, I'd have taken this dude number four overall right now, and I'd have no issue with it. Absolutely no issue. And I was looking at a stat that uh, Josh Dubow posted. He said that Max Crosby has the highest, or I think it was the, the, uh, the most yards taken away off of his sacks with 45 uh, out of anybody with multiple sack games. And that's including Khalil Mack. With his five sack performance against the Broncos. Crazy. That is absolutely crazy, man. I'm loving every bit of Mad Max. Now flipping over to our offense. Of course, the headline has been all year about Derek, how he's doing. Of course, the weight of the offense is on his shoulders. He controls the, the destiny of the silver and black, right? Now, going to this last weekend, it seems like our offensive line on Sunday against the Bengals had probably the worst game of the season, which hey. If a team can have a bad game, so can a position group. Offensive line didn't quite do what they've been doing all year. So, uh, looking at that factor, looking at Derek Carr this last Sunday, how do you think he did, man? You know, Derek played a really good game. and I, One of the things that I really liked to see was him climbing the pocket, him making plays, him making them, them extra reads. And then at the end, when he scored his touchdown, when he scored his touchdown using his feet, diving into the end zone, 
getting it, getting the extra yards, doing what Raider fans want to see. Yeah. You want to see Derek Carr run? He did that. You want to see Derek Carr run for touchdowns? He did that. You want to see Derek Carr extend plays? He did that. And there, he's continuously changing the plays of the line. He's making he's making the adjustments. He's making the reads. He's making the audibles. He's trying to make things happen. And I'm tell you right now, this guy is making everybody else around him better. You know, you look at what's the mark of a good quarterback. A good quarterback is a player that can take anybody and make them better. Let's look at the players that he has right now. He's got Hunter Renfro. He's got Ty- Tyrell Williams. He's got Darren Waller. He's got Foster Moreau. He's got um, he's got Zay Jones. He's got Trevor Davis. So, you know, he doesn't have a clear-cut number one. He doesn't have Antonio Brown. He doesn't have a Michael Crabtree. He doesn't have an Amari Cooper from his first couple years. He's taking guys, and he's turning these guys into great solid foundational players and that's the mark of a good quarterback right there yeah he's a true leader of this team he's been coming through in the clutch he's been doing exactly what he needs to do to get the wins i mean we're on three straight wins right now we're six and four uh we're in a prime spot to make a playoff run exactly how we you know drew it up i mean we're sitting at three and four what'd we say we needed to win these home games and we came out we swept these home games right now we have the second best home record counting the london game which shouldn't count but as home games we are the second best at five and one so we're rolling hot we've played well on the road we're going to new york we need the same thing and then you know eventually we're going to come back here again and you know have a couple more home games and we're going to be ready to you know ready to run this thing but of course we got one more stop to get through and that's kansas city kenny king uh this short little road leading up to kansas city what do you expect the raiders to do you know, what I'd like to see the Raiders do is continue this streak. We've got a streak of three games. We have a nice little win streak going right now. Let's continue that streak. Let's go into New York, and let's go in and beat the Jets. Now, obviously, you know, you look at this, it, just like last week, it could be an opportunity, it could be a situation where we're looking at possibly a trap game. John Gruden is preparing this team to not think and not look past these teams. The Jets just beat the Redskins. And now, granted, the Redskins aren't a good team, but they just won a game. The Jets spank the Cowboys. So if you let that team in, they will run all over you. They mm-hmm. have Le'Veon Bell. He's the most one of the most dynamic running backs in the league. That's one of the things we need to do. Stop the run. We're having a hard time right now stopping the run. Our pass rush has been great. Our, our pass defense has been great. But now we got to stop the run. You shut down Le'Veon Bell. You get in Sam Darnold's face. You make that kid see ghosts, and we're gonna we're gonna see something happen against the Jets. Agreed, hundred percent, Kenny King. This team is rolling hot. We are looking good. Now I know you're busy. I know you're on the road. I know you're gonna go pick up the honey right now. Uh, I need one last message here, man. One last message for the Jets, and one last message for Raider Nation after this home stretch. No doubt, no doubt. So you know what? The Jets are notorious for Joe Namath guaranteeing a victory. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Joe Namath isn't guaranteeing a victory this week. It's uh-huh. not gonna happen. The Raiders are gonna go in there. They're gonna be high off of these wins. They they're gonna mis- correct the mistakes that they had last week. They're gonna go in and beat the Jets. They're gonna fly fly back out here. They're gonna go into KC and Derek Carr is gonna win in KC. But let's get it. Let's not get too out of himself. But first we gotta beat the Jets. So let's beat that gang green and do it. Kitty King coming in clutch, and no matter the circumstances, getting the job done and getting this podcast out here, just like the Raiders did this past weekend, man. We come through for you guys, absolutely. So I'll tell you guys one thing. If you guys want to get involved with our call session, make sure you call in at 808-650-7220. If you're listening now and you haven't already, make sure you get on 
your Apple Podcast app if you're listening on an iPhone, and leave us a rating and a review. Drop that five-star rating. Leave us a little review. Let us know how our show is, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Hopefully it's a five-star and it's all good things. That's what helps other listeners find us. It helps our show. Uh, so help us with that. That's how you give back to us as listeners. Also, for those that haven't tuned into my premium content, it is still rocking and rolling. I think we're six or seven episodes into it. Another one will be dropping here shortly. Uh, so make sure you subscribe. It's everything, even the you know the calling, the premium, all the info you need is on my website, RaiderCody.com. Click on it. Check it out. Maybe you something else will get on there and catch your eye uh we have you know uh, articles kenny king's articles if you guys want to check those out as well through just blog baby they're on there uh we got a link to our host site our mother site raidersbeat.com uh subscribe to all your latest raiders news through raidersbeat.com you know stay up to date you got your podcast now to get you through your, your work days got your in in your earphones but uh you know stay up to date with some of the latest raiders news and rumors and that's RaidersBeat.com. But Raider Nation, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, it's been a heck of a week. It's been a heck of a three weeks. It's been a heck of a month. Raider Nation, this has been awesome. Uh, you know, we came off, like I said, you know, we came off this long road trip. We won three straight. We're rolling hot. We're looking good. We're going into New York. We need a big win. And we are just preparing for Kansas City. That's what this is all about. Yeah, New York Jets first. Let's take care of business, of course. But big picture, Kansas City Chiefs. So let's get there with another W. Let's get there 7-4. I want to be in Kansas City 7-4, rolling hot, looking good. So Raider Nation, you will be hearing from me again here shortly this week. We'll be looking ahead at the matchup and maybe, who knows, we can maybe talk to Kenny King again. We'll see how the week goes. We'll see who we can get on the pod to talk some Raiders football. Um, But besides that, Raider Nation, thanks for joining me. I'll see you guys later.